The long-expected second wave of COVID-19 has very much arrived, and I've heard from many of you that some of its challenges are tougher than last spring's initial peak. Between restrictions, vaccinations, and the unique difficulties that winter brings, we know that independents are dealing with a huge range of difficult circumstances. We're here to support wherever we can. And one of the points we've heard from several independents is that it's difficult to know how and when to raise awareness of your services to families in the middle of such an extreme situation. This won't be at the front of everyone's mind, of course, but on the pre-need side, we know the demand is there and is even strengthened by the pandemic. So I wanted to speak to one funeral director about what meeting that demand looks like during the pandemic and how marketing fits into the picture and the online tools that made it all possible. So I'd like to welcome Charlotte Wathel from Derby's G. Wathel & Son. Charlotte, delighted to see you today and thank you for joining me. Really appreciate it. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yes, thank you for having me uh, having me join in in the podcast. <laughs> Not at all. All right. Uh, this will be fun, but it will also be interesting. All right. So just for the benefit of other funeral director listeners, listeners, can you just tell us a little about the business and your role within it today? Yeah, so so Waffles um, is is a family business. We're in our sixth generation now. Um, I think we've we've been going for 162 years. Um, so wow. we we have a bit of history behind us. Um, yep. But uh, but yeah, so mum, well my mum is is the fifth generation. She's our managing director, um, and then I also work alongside my sister as part of the sixth generation who's just come back from maternity leave. And how is she doing? Is she all right? Yes, yes, she's she's all okay. It's it's difficult to juggle uh, working from home with a seven-month-old baby, but uh, she's getting there. <laughs> and I gather congratulations are in order for you too. Yes, yes, <laughs> very well-timed. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Well done. And I think that just illustrates some of the challenges of running a family business, doesn't it? But that's it yes yeah so Beck will come well has come back in this month and um I'll probably be going off sometime in May um to to have my baby so fantastic the family is growing (laughs) good okay it'd be really interesting just to hear I suppose the approach generally to marketing uh within Waffles as much sort of at need the brand as 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 well as pre-need yeah, so so with with marketing, um, it's it's obviously quite difficult to market uh, a funeral directors. Um, we we sort of rely quite a bit on um, our, our funerals uh, that people attend. That's our biggest um, our biggest word of mouth marketing tool. Um, yeah. If we do a good job, people will keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but we make sure we're we're sort of out there in the community. Um, speaking with uh, different charities and seeing where we can help out, just just so uh, so our names out there and and uh, people know where we are when when they need us. And then it's yeah, generally speaking to people through um, online means such as social media and uh, and just trying to keep people up to date with what we're doing uh, with all our different services. So it's um, a bit difficult this year, but. Um, uh, but we think we've still done a good job. <laughs> no, look, I'm sure you have. And I suppose one of the particular challenges this year in the pandemic, uh, going back to your point around attendance at funerals, is, of course, the restrictions uh, in, in terms of the number of mourners. 
Um, has that impacted your ability to market? I would say it will have done because with the the people attending being limited, our reach has been limited as well of, mm-hmm. of how many people we could sort of show that we are we are here for them and we can do a good job um, mm-hmm. uh, sort of thing. And and also at the end of our funerals, um, we, we used to offer sort of uh, an, a card at the end that just yeah. says about our online donations and, mm-hmm. um, and our other services that we have, such as bereavement and, and our prepaid. Yeah. Um, and we've not been able to put those out. I'm interested in in your sort of family approach whilst we're in this pandemic to your philosophy of marketing and how you get the balance right in what is a very difficult time for families without appearing too aggressive, I guess. Yeah, so it's it's always always difficult to to market a funeral directors, and then with with the added pressure of a pandemic and sort of death figures being announced on the news every day, it's uh, people don't want to think about it. Yeah. Um, so we tend to try and go down the the route of our other services that we offer. So our bereavement services, our, our bereavement counselling um, and things like that. And then also our, our pre-needs. So it's it's easier to market um, prepaid um, or pre-planning uh, than it is to market an actual funeral. So just reaffirming people that that we're here for them uh, to talk through their options, angling the marketing. So you're still talking about funerals, yeah. uh, but uh, but not about somebody actually passing away. We did a lot of work on our tone um, yeah. last year. We we sort of did a rebrand and uh, we focused a lot on how we were saying things um, to make sure that it was still getting to the point, but um, in a nice way. So here we are then at the height of the pandemic. I know Derby is, has got some quite severe uh, issues right now with that, but um, what is happening with plan inquiries as such? Are you still seeing custom demand for plans coming through? Yes, yeah, so so people are are still inquiring. It, the pandemic has sort of done two things to to people's mindset. It's it's either made them think, right, I need to do this now, yeah. uh, or made them not want to think about it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're we're still still getting those people that um, that want to get things sorted. Okay, that's reassuring. And actually, that's uh, bears out what we see with some of the customer research that we've undertaken during the last twelve months. Right. So as a business, particularly when you're very busy and stretched as you are now, how do you organise yourselves to follow up those inquiries that customers make either by telephone or in the post? Yeah, so so we're quite lucky, actually, because I I look after um, the, the prepaid side of things. It's my sole job. Um, right. so, so this year I have uh, have been pulled away from it a bit to look after at need funerals um but at the moment i'm I'm still uh, full-time on on the prepaid side of things so that does make it a lot easier for us um but generally when somebody does inquire we we get back to them um as soon as possible if not the same day um i always call people if they've left a number um just to sort of find out where they are um, if there's somebody who wants to get things sorted quickly or if they just want information, um, always offer an appointment at that point, um, uh, obviously over the phone or on uh, on face face video. Um, 
uh, and then usually I would follow them up, um, either suggest to them uh, a good time to give them a call, uh, usually yeah. a week afterwards. Um, and then if they're still not ready, then it's usually three weeks afterwards that I'll give them another call. Um, and if they're still not ready, sort of leave them a bit longer that um, to, to think about. And it's usually about two months after that, um, uh, that I follow up just to, just so you're not hassling them. So they, they have time to, to think about things. Yeah, you, you can imagine this is quite a big decision um, and, and people wanting to reflect on it. Have when you've telephoned to follow up an inquiry, have you ever felt, oh, maybe I am intruding or pushing too hard? No, I, I think with with this system, we, we had it set up. Um, I think it's start at the start of um, 2019. Right. So, so we have been running with this system for for quite a while, and um, with it being being me that makes all the phone calls. Yeah. Um, I I don't think I've ever had anybody. That's um, that's been upset that I've rang them. But when I follow people up, I I always do it in in a way where uh, I'm sort of just checking in on them and, and making sure they've got all the information they need. I don't want to sort of make it pushy sales, and it's a big decision to make. It's it's a big purchase um, at the end of the day, and I don't want anyone to to rush into making the decision um, if they don't feel like they're ready. No, quite right. And I guess in so doing, because it's you making the calls, you've probably got used to the right word patterns that, that are appropriate for, for that yes. kind of call. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and as well, when when we were designing this system, um, I did go up to Golden Charter and sit in the mm-hmm. contact centre uh, yeah. and just yeah. listen to how um, how Golden Charter deal with the, the calls and yeah. And things which it really helped me build um, build my own uh, sort of vocabulary of what what words to use um, uh, and and how to phrase things. So that uh, that really helped me. Um, right now, let's just turn to digital for a moment. Um, at what point did you realise that a digital marketing approach, and particularly Facebook, uh, might actually prove beneficial to the business? Yeah, so I mean, we, we've always um, always been quite active on our social media, um, sort of updating people, and it, it sort of never really occurred to us that we could also use it as a um, as a marketing tool. And and it was actually after um, a, a meeting with uh, with Nick from from Golden Charter. Yes, Nick Dawson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He he mentioned. Um, that there were there was different tools that you could use within Facebook to actually market to certain locations and ages um, and things like that. So we we started trialing running it alongside leaflet drops, um, and and it worked quite well. And then obviously during the pandemic, um, we sort of didn't want to be as in, intrusive as to send out a leaflet, yeah. um, and uh, so we. We used just the Facebook marketing and it still worked as well. Um, and obviously right. it's because a lot of people were at home a bit more and maybe spending yeah. a bit more time on social media. When we decided we wanted to do some some Facebook marketing this year, it was just a, just a quick um, get in contact to say I wanted to do to do something. Yeah. Um, then Ross at, at Golden Charter um, yeah. 
had just sorted everything out and uh, and set it all up on on the Facebook page and I reviewed it and then we pressed the go button um, and the inquiries come straight through to our own Facebook page so I can see them um, yeah. there. Ross would send me a, a message as well to say we'd we'd got an inquiry in case I didn't spot it. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, it worked really well. It was there was no sort of um, big task in getting it set up. Um, I think Ross really did most of the work. Um, and I just said I wanted to do something. So, <laughs> All right, don't worry. I think you're being modest there, but I'm, I'm sure there's there's a, an element of monitoring now and, and sort of just daily uh, observing of, of what's happened. So to that point, um, how would you describe the success or otherwise of, of your Facebook campaign and, and how do you sort of follow those up? Yeah, so the the first one that we we ran was actually in the middle of of the summer this year, right. um, and uh, it it worked better than I thought it was going to. Um, yeah. Within the the sort of time frame that we'd set it up to to go from, uh, yeah. we ended up with over twenty twenty five inquiries. I think it was. Um, some rang instead of um, filling out the form and said that they'd seen it on social media. So, yeah, we were really pleased with, with how it worked. And um, and the customers obviously were as well because they, I think, when, when you receive a, an advert on, on social media rather than a physical leaflet through the door, you can take your, your own time in, uh, in replying to it and definitely in this day and age people are a bit more comfortable with uh, with replying to things on social media as well it's it's one of our biggest links between us and our community um definitely at the moment as well so i think it's it's it would definitely add value to um to your business just to be able to communicate with with your uh, local area it's not all funerals 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 uh, we talk about our staff and, uh, and what they've been up to and our community yeah. charity work and, and everything like that so it's people tend to follow for those updates and then you can just we well we just add in bits about what services we offer um mm -hmm. uh, so they are prepaid and our bereavement counseling and uh, and I think it just it just works really well. It's uh, people follow the page, um, and they they then learn about what we what else we do. It's the only place that we are able to put it across to our our, our customers and our community that um, that we are we are here and we we do other things. <laughs> no, quite no, I absolutely get that. All right, final question, and I'm conscious that you'll you'll be handing over some of the reins, I guess, uh, to Bex when when you go off on maternity leave. So, what would you say to her in terms of what you've learnt most from these initiatives over the last six months that she carries on the work that you're doing? Marketing is a scary thing to start off with, but marketing during a pandemic um, added uh, to the difficulty, but. I think, yeah, definitely not to be to be afraid uh, to try something. Um, and the beauty with with Facebook and online marketing is, if it doesn't work, you can just remove it, and it's gone then, and and you can just that's it. Um, so uh, so yeah, I'd definitely be to try things before saying, oh, it's not going to work anyway. There's no point in even even bothering. <laughs> Um, because I was pleasantly surprised with how, how ours worked. 
Excellent. Thank you. So if I summarise that, it's be brave. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah, lovely. All right, Charlotte, thank you ever so much. Really appreciate your time. And that was really interesting. Thank you for taking the time to listen to the Partnership Podcast. And I hope it's helped during this tough time. We'll continue to look at issues that are important to you as the pandemic continues. And if there's anything you want to hear about, please contact me on malcolm.flanders at goldencharter.co.uk. Partnership Podcast is more than a year old now, and you can find our full archive on goldencharter.buzzsprout.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Our episodes have covered COVID-19, regulation, marketing, and many other issues that remain as relevant as ever. Thanks again, and I'll talk to you again on the Partnership Podcast.